The mind is a curious creature indeed. Is it not? How it just has the capacity to take over absolutely everything. We overthink. We analyse things that we did, <laughs> gosh, yesterday, but we also... Have you ever gone to go to sleep? And all of a sudden you start reminiscing about the one thing that you didn't say to that person when you were in third grade. The mind can be absolutely, utterly exhausting. And if we don't know how to actually overcome overthinking, then it will just completely overwhelm and override us. It's constantly looking for what is wrong in our life and in our world. It's trying to figure out, oh my gosh, is that thing on my leg? And then we Google it, oh my God, I must have XYZ kind of disease. It's constantly looking for all the problems in our lives consistently. It is such a curious creature, this darling mind, the ego, the thinking mind, whatever you like to call it. I will use these words interchangeably, mind, ego, identity. This part is so important to our self-love because really the mind overtakes so much of us. And if we really don't know how to get a good handle on our minds, then it overtakes us. Typically, it doesn't overtake us to send us full of love, to send us full of hope and joy. Most of the time, it sends us full of problem and worry and concern. No, you don't need to hate your mind. You don't need to hate your ego. You don't need to get rid of any of that. It's just learning and restructuring, figuring out who needs to be in charge and when. <laughs> love, Luna. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here, even if you have a crazy thinking mind that's been going on and on. I know mine still does. I have a whole bunch of tools, tools that I teach you each and every single week. And still, the thinking mind still creeps in. I just have better ways to deal with it these days. Let me show you how. Our thinking mind makes decisions impossible, makes our future look bleak, our present look overwhelming, and our past, well, it just makes our past consume us. And we get obsessed with all the tiny little analytical details of all the ways in which we could have done it better, should have done it better, should be doing it better. <gasps> Whoever feels overwhelmed by the overthinking mind. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet you sometimes you can't even figure out the difference between what is your mind, what is your heart, what is your soul, what's your body. Who do you know is even speaking at any point in time in your life? It's difficult. And this is why on this week's episode, I really want to talk into how to manage the overthinking mind. Why do we overthink? That's important. And also how? How do we actually stop ourselves? I do inverted commas there because later on in this episode, I'm going to share with you that I don't actually think we want to stop overthinking. There's a different remedy for overthinking that is really quite useful. Let's get stuck into it. If you were to talk to most people, they would simply suggest that their mind is the one that runs the show. Isn't it? The mind is on from the moment we wake up. 
to the moment we go to sleep. Often the mind keeps us awake at night. Even if we run away from the mind by drinking or scrolling or reading or watching, it feels like it's still chattering somewhere. It's still going on somewhere up here. You might not hear the words audibly. It might not sound like something, but there's a busyness going on in our mind fairly consistently for most people. Even if you're somebody who has that pretty active mind, overthinking is when it just becomes bombarded, where it's just constantly so much in your head that you can't stop analyzing things. Every single little part of you is being analyzed. The micro moments, the macro moments, the big parts in your life and the tiny parts of your life are being analyzed and criticized and looking for problems. It is exhausting. Most people have their mind very well firmly planted in the role of CEO in their company called themselves. Not only does the mind seem to run most of the show and have the top job as CEO, but it also is quite, well, demanding. Even tyrannical. It takes over everything. The thinking mind likes to override the body's desires. It certainly just kicks the soul to the curb and say, I don't want a part of you at all. The mind comes in and it dominates every single thing in its wake. Yes, it does. It sounds like I'm giving the ego a really bad rap here. I'm giving the mind a really bad rap. In some ways I am. Simply so that you can understand the power that the mind has to overtake our life. When we understand the position that the ego has, the position that the mind has within our internal company, we can start to have a look at why. We can start to have a look at, is that how I actually want it to be? Is it useful for us to have the mind in charge, not only in that CEO position, but in every single piece of my human existence? Is it useful? The mind, the ego, well, it isn't all bad. Yes, it gets a bad rap, that's for sure. But it's simply because of its position in the company of our being. Before I get stuck into that kind of detail, let's have a look at where it was formed. Our mind, our thinking mind, our ego, well, look, it's designed to keep us safe. Way, way back when, way back when, we needed to keep safe from saber-toothed tigers, from the elements, from everything that was happening in our world. For the most part, me in a privileged position and those of you that might be watching with privilege are physically safe most of the time. But back then we weren't so much. Back then we needed something to keep us on our toes, looking for the problems, looking for perhaps maybe there's a rustle on the bushes over there. That might be a saber-toothed tiger coming to eat me. Oh, the, the weathers are changing. I need to pay attention and build my hut differently. I need to go into the cave. Whatever it was at the time, our mind sought out problems. Because if it can be ahead of the problems, then it can keep us safe by warning us about these things. Now, fast forward. <laughs> Here we are in this existence. Mostly safe. Privileged. And safe. We don't have the saber-toothed tigers anymore. 
We don't have those big outward problems that we used to have. But what we do have is people liking us. What we do have is our body shape. What we do have is our finances and our job and our career and our future and our relationships and our friendships and our family. What we do have is a mind that is still seeking out to find all the problems with inside of us to solve them to keep us safe. That's what we have. It's no longer a saber-toothed tiger. No, no. <laughs> it's our popularity. So you can see where it's coming from. This thinking mind wants to keep us safe and it will go and seek out problems. It's kind of like, just for a minute, imagine the busy mind. Imagine the mind, the ego to be kind of like, <laughs> like a hypochondriac. Freaks out at the most smallest of things and panics. Oh my God, there is one tiny little anomaly in the day. I must freak out. <laughs> this is what it kind of does. Have you ever noticed this for yourself? That you might wake up feeling a little bit bleh, feeling a little bit lacking in energy. And before you know it, the mind is making up all these reasons why. And maybe, probably, putting crap on you. Oh, well, it's because you didn't eat enough over the weekend. Oh my God, did you have to look at your phone before you went to sleep last night? That's exactly why you did it. Oh my gosh, it's because you were watching that stupid TV show before you went to bed. Oh, it must be because you're inadequate. It must be because you don't look after yourself enough. It must be, it must be, it must be, it must be. It's finding all these reasons to what is wrong with you because there's one slight little anomaly. You're a bit tired. And, well, the mind doesn't so much love uncertainty. When things are a little bit crazy in your life, the world as it is right now, we tend to be in a state of uncertainty. And when we don't feel very certain, the mind will want to get certainty at any costs. So that's why it will blame certain things. Well, it must be because of that television show you watched last night. That's exactly why you feel tired today. And as soon as it feels like it's got some kind of resolution, gets some kind of certainty, you would think that it just calms down. But no, it now needs to solve all the other problems because it feels satisfied. It goes, yes, cool, I've solved all of those problems. I'm going to go solve all of the rest of them, all in this next 45 seconds of my life. Overwhelm much? There is something systemically problematic with us having our mind in charge of our existence. Just for a moment, think that you are a company, you are an organization, and say there's three levels of leadership. There might be the board of directors, there might be the CEO, and then there will be the employee. Typically, for most people, the ego holds all rank. The mind is the one that encompasses absolutely everything. It overtakes the body, it overtakes the spirit, it overtakes absolutely everything. How's it working for you? It's probably not. In fact, with my clients, with the people that I work with, with the courses that I run, the thing that I teach more than anything is that it's probably not working for you. Because you know that it's not working for you. Your mind is rattling and it goes constantly. And probably not being very kind to you either. We do not need to stop the overthinking. Remember what I said a little while ago? That I said we don't actually need to stop the overthinking, 
But what we need to do is start to trust in our leadership, our own internal leadership. Trust in our body's wisdom, trust in our spirit. You know, you often hear that whole mind, body, spirit thing, because typically that's the way in which people order it. The mind is first, the body maybe comes into thing, spirit and somewhere down. When we continue to have the position of the ego up there, way up in the CEO, board of directors, and dominating the rest, you will forever feel unsatisfied. You will forever feel overwhelmed. You will forever feel like something's amiss and awry in your life. So here's what I recommend. Your company needs a restructure. Yep. Big time, actually. You know, there's a board of directors in your life. The angel investors, the ones that kind of overlook everything and make sure that the vision of the company is actually met ethically. This needs to be the role of your soul, your spirit, your heart, your whatever you want to call it, your faith, your soul, your board of directors sits right on up there, directed by your soul, directed by your spirit. The CEO in your company structure needs to be this beautiful, magnificent body of yours. <laughs> your body has wisdom and it teaches. It shows us the way each and every single day and each and every single moment. And if we're ignoring the body, if we're not paying attention to the body, it'll get sick and force us to do something differently. It's absolutely the one in control. It's also being informed from the board of directors. Your soul is informing your body and speaks through your body. So, you know, when it comes to maybe not liking your body, well, your body is a conduit for your soul. Perhaps look at it that way. Finally, from the board of directors, your soul, your body being the CEO, then the employee of your mind and your ego <sighs> is where it needs to be. Your ego was never meant to be in charge. Your mind was never meant to be the one on the top job domineering everybody. It freaks out. It doesn't need to be there. It doesn't want to be there. But it'll only move aside if there is strong leadership. And you are the one who needs to lead that. Your soul, your body, you need to make a decision that you are going to be the one that's in charge. Your higher self, your big self, that's the one that needs to run the show. But it needs to trust you. It needs to know that you will look after it. It needs to know that it can actually safely step aside. Because here's what the ego is going to do. Imagine your body and your soul are there having a meeting, board of directors, CEO, and this employee bursts through the door. This ego, this mind employee bursts through the door and says, boss, 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 there's fire in the kitchen. There's fire in the kitchen. And the board of directors and the CEO looks at the fire panel and see that there's no fire in the kitchen. But rather than just dismissing the ego, dismissing that employee mind and saying, bugger off and you're full of crap, you've been lying to me the whole time. Instead of doing it like that, imagine if that beautiful CEO goes, come on in bud, take a seat, tell me what you noticed. And the ego goes, oh, well I tell you what, I was in the kitchen and, and there was this silver, empty, like pot looking thing with a big handle on, there was water inside of it and the water was bubbling 
bubbling and underneath that there was this flame and there was fire and I just had to come and tell you there was fire in the kitchen because things might explode and we don't know what's gonna happen and there you go goes oh so somebody was boiling water yes that's exactly what was happening <laughs> the CEO goes thank you so much thank you for your contribution thanks for letting me know that's excellent I'm really glad that you're on top of these things Thank you. Everything's all good. Now I'm going to sort out everything in the kitchen. Whew. Ego goes, oh, excellent. I can just go back to dealing with everyday stuff now. <laughs> Do you see what I'm getting at here? The ego is a little bit over-exaggerated. The mind wants to go find all the problems. But if it's in charge, then it's running around like a headless chook trying to solve the fire that's in the kitchen when it's just the stove being on. Take a breath with me. <laughs> Slow yourself down and make a conscious decision that your body is now the CEO and your spirit, your soul, is the one that the board of directors. Allow your nervous system to relax. Allow your ego, your mind to relax. Knowing that you are the leader, you and your soul, you and your body will lead. Here's how. Here's how we actually begin to do that. First thing that you need to know is that if you are overthinking, it's a red flag. It's a red flag that your soul and your body has not been taking good leadership lately. Has not at all. You have stopped making the decisions. You have gone AWOL. Take some absence without leave there. And the ego is just going, oh my God, I need to sort it out. So it's jumped in because you have not been in a position of leadership. Hear it for what it is. If your mind is overthinking, it's because your body and your spirit are not in control. Number two, your ego needs more certainty. When you're overthinking, it's because you're feeling quite uncertain. So you need to create more certainty within yourself. I'm going to do a repeat after me in a couple of steps time for you to be able to help create more certainty for the sake of your mind. Number three, learn how to lead your ego. Learn how to listen to your body. Pay attention. There are definitely some other episodes in my self-love lessons with Luna whereby you can learn how to listen to your body, learn how to trust yourself. It's super important. Number four, let's give it a go. Let's do a bit of a repeat after me. So the, the, let's just frame it. The mind is thinking it's going a little bit bananas. You can hear that it's going a bit bananas. You're going, oh my God, I'm so in my head. This is crazy. So repeat after me. Hello, ego. I can hear you. Thank you for your contribution to my life. I can tell that I haven't been a great leader for you. I'm prepared to do something different. I want you to know that it's okay. That the problems that you're bringing to my attention are going to be taken care of. I've got this. I trust within my body. I trust within my soul. I trust the higher power and everything that you bring to my attention I will make sure 
is either attended to or ticked off the list as something that we do not have to worry about. I love you, ego. Thank you. Hmm. What did you think about that? How is your ego, your mind starting to slow down a little bit, knowing full well that you're in charge? This takes practice. Don't get me wrong. Practice definitely makes progress when it comes to any of these skills that you are learning. You see, the ego is not all that bad. The mind is not all that bad. It's just telling you what it needs. And the more we ignore it, the louder that it's going to get. Kind of like a screaming two-year-old. <laughs> but the more we pay attention, give it love, give it certainty, give it understanding, then the more our body and our spirit can drive the company in a way that is meaningful to us, that makes us feel good rather than makes us feel completely overwhelmed. I hope that this episode has brought you some clarity, some aha moments where you've gone, oh my goodness, I can actually restructure the company of my body and of my existence so that I don't have to always have this screaming ego in my face. I thank you so much for being here with me today. It's such a pleasure to have you on YouTube. When it allows me, I upload onto Instagram TV. They always get released on Facebook as well as Anchor. Anchor FM, if you have not joined me on the podcast, go for it. I would love to have you there. It's also on Spotify, Apple, all the usual stuff. Then normally where you, where you find your podcast, you can always check it out there as well. Look at my button badges. Oh my gosh, they're so beautiful. There are 10 in the set here. It's live your truth perfectly and perfect, 100% worthy of love. Stop body shame, plus a whole bunch more. There are 10 in the set. And if you'd like to get your hands on these beautiful little buttons that just light up your day, then just get in touch with me. You know where to find me. Love yourself at moreconfidence.com.au. I will get them up on the website eventually so you can just click and do your thing. But it's 30 bucks for a set plus postage, so it's pretty bloody reasonable. If you want to learn how to do this in a safe, supported, guided environment, then please get in touch. The Self Love Awakening Collective begins on June 18th. It's only 18 days away and I would love to have you this time round come and join, learn how to you know, help clear those negative self-talk. Allow yourself to fall in love with your body and actually align that spirit, body and mind in that order. It'd be absolutely great to have you there. Let me know. Wherever we jam, wherever we hang out, I appreciate you so much. I think that you are absolutely fantastic and I hope that one day you realise that too for yourself. I go live every Monday on Facebook, short videos out on Wednesday, and of course on Fridays, Self Love Lessons with Luna goes live. So I very much look forward to seeing you when I see you next. In the meantime, happy self-loving.